now. Kyle, have you got your phone handy? Go and read out what I said about him just before we went on air. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to cut that out and edit the word. Like you said. Give him a laugh about what I said. You put. I've just had a look on this cunt's Instagram that's about to be on the podcast. It's actually embarrassing how much better his stuff is than ours. It's a shame that he's about to lower his own standards to our level, quite frankly. Oh. I'd see, I just thought that was... Um, see when you're reading there, I just had a look on this cunt's Instagram. It's actually embarrassing. I thought that was the end. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Whoa. Up here, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron. A hey, moron. We caught you an impression last time that we started this. We always have a debate about that. Who's to hit the record button, eh? I know. Well, well, I, I found it, it's my responsibility. Are yeah. you still the host, Kyle, or what's going on? Do you fancy hosting, like? No, no, because I, I was, I was, I just finished listening to the the Rocky one, and I heard that you were going to ask me to host. And I'm thinking, don't fucking invite somebody to your house and ask them to cook your dinner. So <laughs> I, I think it's only fair that you host Kyle, to be honest. And I know, oh. see, see with the the Rocky one, I was sitting the full time like, right, how am I going to get the Stallone joke into this podcast tonight? So I and the very last thing is Hunter <laughs> does it right at the end. We're off to off to a flyer then. Uh, we might as well just get started, I suppose that we're all here. Um welcome into another episode of Morons Review Movies. Uh, that strange voice you've heard in the background there is Hunter. He actually has turned up for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap laugh number one, already picked. Uh, but no, we want to welcome in John for joining us once again. Thank you very much for coming along, John. Uh, I'm going to give you this opportunity to drop your socials, do a little plug, yep. tell everybody who you um, are. Yep, I'm Jamie K. 8 Films, um, also the artist formerly known as John McKenzie. Um, I was on my first date with the Morons five months ago, I think. <laughs> five months? Uh, it's, it's nice to be asked on a second date, even if five months is a long time. You must have went through all your sloppy seconds since then, just reverted back to me. But listen, I'm 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 an easy I'm an easy date, so I'm pretty happy. Um, Paul, this uh, Dubs, I believe your nickname is. Um, right. This is our first date, so remember, remember, I'm just as, remember, I'm just as scared of you as you you are of me. So you know, don't worry about making a good impression. We'll go Dutch. We'll go yes, we'll go yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Aye. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy five months since becoming an honorary moron. Um, <laughs> what an accident. Life, life has just went up pill, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> getting, that, getting that moron coin is unreal. Kyle, have you got your phone handy? Go and read out what I said about him just before we went on air. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to cut that out and edit the word. Give him a laugh about what I said. You put, I've just had a look on this cunt's Instagram that's about to be on the podcast. It's actually embarrassing how much better his stuff is than ours. It's a shame that he's about to lower his own standards to our level, quite frankly. Oh, I'd see, I just thought that was, um, see when you're reading there, I just had a look on this cunt's Instagram. It's actually embarrassing. I thought that was the end. Just cut it. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much. Um, the last the last time we were, I've 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 got a couple of people who'll be listening right now. Um, so the, uh, remember the last time we were talking, um, I had a date the next night, well, yeah. in, in an early relationship. Um, so it got released on the Friday, and she said to me, "I'm listening now." So and and she was listening kind of in real time with me. So I, I was listening to it and I knew what point she was at in the podcast. So two minutes in, she reveals, yeah, I'm actually listening on the, the speaker in my house with my mum, who I hadn't met at that time, obviously. Um, and then three minutes into the podcast, uh, Kyle asked me about the size of Dave Batista's tallywhacker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the 
just to keep it to the fucking films tonight, guys. All right. <laughs> all right. How did get? How did you compare today? What's that? How did you compare to Dave? Uh, let's just let's just nobody comes out of that one good. <laughs> well, we will keep it to the movies, and we've not even decided what movie we're going to go through first. But I'm going to decide. Uh, Daniel mentioned that he's only just finished it, so I think it's a good place to start with the cabin in the woods. It's a good choice. I was going to suggest that as well. Those that haven't seen The Cabin in the Woods, it's five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargain for discovering the truth behind The Cabin in the Woods. Starring a guy that looks very much like me, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no laughing, please. <laughs> um, John, you picked That's these three. I was thinking. <laughs> John, you picked these. You, uh, first of all, I want to know, was this your seen or unseen movie? Uh, unseen because uh, I think I said this the last time um, Ma I, I, I don't want to come in with something obscure I want to come in with something kind of well known and the well known films that I have not seen at this point is like could be written on the back of a fag packet so uh, I go, it was either this and The Conjuring and I'm still not um, brave enough for The Conjuring so Cabin <laughs> in the Woods um, I had like, no um expectations for this i didn't really know what it was about i just expected like a kind of um scream or a evil dead type thing even i'm not a big fan of the evil dead films but um and then when it started that and I, I knew the director had done bad times at the el royale i don't know if anyone's seen that but i thought that was brilliant um and he was involved with lost which is one of my favorite uh tele shows um early what's on then john what's his name the lost guy I have no idea. This was just the other. I've, you, you, God I, I, I do have some notes that I took. It's just because uh, there's a there's a guy that done Lost that did quite a few Sopranos episodes. I just wondered if it was the same boy, but. All right. Uh, I'm sure Kyle will be able to get it up, won't you? I'm already done it. It's, uh, this gentleman was called Drew Goddard. Uh, he also did the TV show Daredevils, which is a favourite of mine. Oh, I, I mean. The, um, I, I, I was, I was just, expe- I, I had no idea um, it was going to have like a sci-fi and kind of twist or anything. I just, I was really expecting just a kind of Evil Dead, kind of scream comp, but a self-aware comedic twist. Um, and early on with the kind of ro- lost in the campervan road trip, I was thinking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm sure anybody that's seen that was probably thinking the same. Um, but then as it started to unfold, oh, oh, I, I also, I also think. Um, my expectations. I like. I think Chris Hemsworth is a, a proper good comic actor. Um, I think see all the MCU stuff. Um, I think he's probably the strongest for me. Um, don't ask me about. Is I'm sure he's got a great love length, just like Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it does. It does have that look about him. Um, some guys have got everything. Eh? Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, you guys, it, it should be one of the guys. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, three inches is enough, is enough. Three inches is enough, guys. Trust me. Um, <laughs> but I sure didn't. Is it? Um, <laughs> is it started to kind of unfold into this kind of? I realised it wasn't. It was like almost like a kind of satire on horror. Like see, with all the the, yeah. the stupid decisions that they make in horror films, um, and they always choose the wrong one. And as well as like character tropes and like the male gaze. So it's it's. I mean, it's not. It's stuff that's kind of been done before in like the Scream sequels and even the scary movie but I still thought it felt quite fresh to me the way it was done the kind of kind of dystopian and sci-fi almost like an ulterior government dubs you get your hand up <laughs> Aye. I was just going to say like I agree with you but like I, I, put, I probably put it above like Scream and, mm. and some of those oh, like, kind of teen kind of horror type things i don't know just like when they kept sort of going back and forward to the 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 guys that were kind of like controlling the sort mm-hmm. of the outcome that, that they were going to face in that i thought that they're like sort of it was quite satirical like you said like and they, they're acting those guys both those guys i think one of them i can't they've both been in quite a lot of things those guys uh, um richard jenkins and I'm bradley blanking something of, i'm blanking on brothers is not Bradley Whitford was in Get Out, the horror film. Watched that recently. Aye, they're, we they're, watch they're that both been in loads. Aye. Yeah. 
and they were really strong actors. I thought that that nice. was that really kind of gave the the movie like a a sort of like I was saying like a notch above its kind of like peers in that sort of bracket. Just because I was I thought it was quite dark humor in a way. Obviously, you're talking about a like a really violent movie, but if it's just that gore and violence and all that, then it doesn't really it's not going to do it for me certainly. Mm-hmm. But I thought I, I did laugh at some of the bits when they kind of flash back and forward and they were taking bets and shit like that. Like uh, it was it, hilarious. I thought the the kind I, I I don't know what I'd call that side of it. I, I'm going to call the kind of it's almost like a kind of U.S. government pencil pusher. That CIA so the, the, side bald, of it. the bald guy, the balding guy, out of the two kind of uh, guys that were controlling it, he's like the I, I don't know if any of have seen Six Feet Under before. Um, he's, the, he's, he's the uh, it's a, a series. It's uh, he's the I think he dies in the pilot. Uh, uh, but he, he comes back throughout in flashbacks, so he was in that. Like he was a massive role in that show. I totally can't remember who the other guy was. But, uh, he, I've seen him in all he, he was in the West Wing. I've, I've not watched yeah. all that, Aye. but I know he's in that. Um, but I, I thought they did quite a lot of the table lessons, especially with the uh, comedic stuff. I, I kind of wanted more of the patter. I get the wrong, like the, the younger actors as well, like the kind of teen, uh, like scenes and stuff like that as well i thought that they were all pretty decent i didn't think there was anybody in it that i was like they're awful like and a lot of them obviously were practically like the two girls and stuff were really like attractive and stuff but they weren't like bad actors or anything like that i particularly like the scene when the the blonde one when she gets murdered she's got some real like she's got some proper like fear in her eyes i was really convinced by that at that bit I, th- I, mean, I thought the scene where she was winching the werewolf on the wall was probably one of the best scenes. What the fuck was happening there? I don't know what you guys were watching, but I thought this was awful. Like I really struggled <laughs> with this film, like because I went I into like this on, not knowing about it and assuming it was one of those horrors, scary run through, get chased through the woods, and I was quite looking forward to that type of movie. And I'd set, I talk a lot about setting the scene that it was late at night. Blinds closed, lights off, volume up, sort of thing to really get into this scary film. And then we talked about the same film. That sounds like one of your dirty films that you're on about. <laughs> you get the Vaseline at your right hand there as well. Two ones that you keep sending me, John. <laughs> Listen, if you know where to look on X Hamster, I'll show you. Any <laughs> Mary John's cheek in the title of this podcast is going to be Three Inches is Enough. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to put my That's name on that already, like. I'm not sure I want to put my name on that <laughs> JMIC88, three inches is enough Perfect no, no, I, I wouldn't even need to put that I'm on it People just, If I share that, people go Oh, that's right, I must put the one John's on <laughs> <laughs> uh, But you're, you're mentioning there about actors That you wanted really good uh, Who was a guy that looked like fucking Shaggy Out of Scooby-Doo? I couldn't stand him The, the weekend thought- guy He's, he's retractable bong Oh, he's uh, doing a few himself. things as well. I just couldn't picture of where it's... it was. It was kind of reminded me of I don't know if any of you have, have seen Succession. Um, it's kind of it was it's pattern that was kind of similar to Roman Roy a wee bit. I thought. Aye, uh, is uh, the, the Tony's voice in that? Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that just that we kind of whiny. Aye. The kind of sharp talk. Cause I always think that that Roman Roy characters. See, um, see the Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. I think they are so similarly. Just the kind of the, the way they read the script, aye. So it's that kind of thing, because I've because I've, I've actually just written down that I'm kind of nerdy. I've got to write the notes if I'm coming on with you guys. I don't want to get shown up, and I've just got Roman Roy. So that must be what I meant by that. Don't think it's all just that you finish watching the film and you're like, I don't want to get shown up. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone else with me in the camp of this movie was shite, other than appreciating it? I'm with you too. No, I'm with you as well with that. I knew you'd be in there, Bonzi. This doesn't seem like your cup of tea. Bonzi, go for it. I think at the start as well, like I was talking to you, Kel, that I thought it was going to be, um, there wasn't going to be like zombies. I hadn't obviously read, I hadn't heard of the film, so I was just going in completely blind. I didn't think there was going to be zombies and monsters, so I thought I was going in with quite high expectations of what I, I thought I was probably going to like it. But... I didn't sort of feel scared at any stage as well. It more just felt too bizarre, too gruesome, and just weird more than anything. Um, so I, know I was quite, I was really disappointed with it. I, pick, I agree with what you're saying, Dubs, in terms of how all the acting performances were pretty good, and also when when they sort of moved away from being chased all the time, some of the scenes in that were pretty pretty good as well. But 
I it was just it was just too it was just too much for me. Um, it was just uh, way too over the top, and I I just don't know how. It just seemed a really weird script that they'd done. I just don't know what they were tri- where they were trying to go with it. I think I think there was, a, there was a, I know you're trying to come in, Daniel. I thought there was a message that they were trying to get across, but because of all this sort of gratuitous violence and gore and stuff, it just kind of gets like washed away at the end. Oh, but I mean, like, the, like the human humans being wiped out and all. I, I get. I got obviously the problem went on in terms of how. What I thought that they were aiming at was obviously that there was these people that were like taking bets and stuff like that on on how th- these uh, sort of kind of teenagers were going to die and then they themselves got fucking like killed by all these creatures that they'd been kind of storing and I thought it was obviously there was a, a dose of irony with that um, mm-hmm. I, obviously that was what they were aiming at but a lot of the kind of violence and stuff like that it just went from like zero to hero do you know what I mean it just it was just went from nothing to like far too much and yeah. ending too I kind of thought um, was is that Obviously, when um, the girl sort of has to decide whether they sort of made, I think they sort of say if she's the last one to try to survive or the last one to die, then the human race will survive, basically. Whereas if she doesn't, then the whole world's going to end. And the only bit I got from that was whether, like, obviously shows to see whether, so how far some would go, whether they would kill a friend of theirs to survive themselves. But it just, obviously, she's, she's just kind of like, well, even race doesn't even deserve to survive if this is what you're actually like and you're just going to go about killing killing people just to save your own skin and not really having one ounce of care about who's actually on the receiving end. I feel like uh, you've taken this far too seriously, Bonzi, because to me this isn't even a horror film, this is a comedy film. Like, no, like when I, when I, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm mostly saying when I read the, like when I Googled it before I started and it said it was a, it does mention how it's going to be a horror film. You know what I mean? That that was the only way I'm saying about how it was going to be some kind of horror. But it's like it's a it's a horror in the same sense to me as like I don't know, as Usher was a cop film. It's not really it's a comedy. It just happens uh-huh. to be about the cops. You know what I mean? I, 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 it's more kind of like in the Shaun of the Dead reign of horror. Yeah, oh, I, no one is as good as that. The Shaun no, of the Dead, but but um, that kind of DNA in it. Aye, I don't think any part of this was meant to be taken seriously. I thought it was like a parody on, I've not read anything about it, but to me it was a parody on like the Hills of Eyes, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre you mentioned, uh, John. Um, and there's loads and loads of different films that are like this where folk go out to a cabin in the woods, shit happens and it usually follows this mm-hmm. formula, right? And to me it feels like, I don't know, the idea I think what's happened with this script is like, he's went along one day and it's like, well, what would happen if you didn't follow the normal horror sort of steps? And it's like, it's not going to be the end of the fucking world. And he's like, well, what if it was the end of the world? That's what I feel like's happened here. This guy's got stoned. He's thought, that would be quite a funny concept. And he's made a funny film about it. He's retractable bong. That's is it actually funny, though? I think it's really funny. It depends if you like horror films. Like, I didn't think I it was laughing. I horror films, you know that. And I didn't mm. find it funny. No, I know, but like... You like you like horror films to the extent of the six that you've seen whilst watching this for this podcast. I mean, like for folks that are really into horror films, there's like uh-huh. all these certain steps and stereotypes. That's what they're taking the piss out of a wee bit. Um, That's what I was going to I say, Daniel. It actually exceeded my expectations because when you see what it's called and basically the picture that it shows you, I think it's it's like the the cabin, but it's all like kind of like a Rubik's cube. When I seen that, I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this. And then when it when it was what it was, I was like, that's actually better. That's actually quite a novel idea for a movie. It just kind of didn't quite hit the mark that that it could have, if you know what I mean. But I, it was obviously there is some like The Exorcist and stuff like that. Obviously, there is some classic horror movies. But when I thought it was just going to be like a standard one, I was like, I'm going to hate this. I thought. See, on reflection now, the more we're talking about it, and I'm thinking there's. There's lots of scenes in here that I did find really funny. See, once I got past that point of thinking it was a scary movie and recognising it was a comedy, see, like, when the fucking unicorn impales a guy into the wall? Like, I had to pause the film because I was wetting myself laughing at that point. I was like, where the fuck have they pulled a unicorn from in the middle of this film? I've I've got a note at the end, at the very bottom, saying, why was there a horse? I I was thinking the exact same. (laughs) Just do it or nothing. And they kept they kept talking about a merman as well, didn't they? And then uh, he actually came back and killed the guy that that kept asking for it all the time. Is that right? Aye. I he wonder if 
on reflection, watching this a second or a third time, would I'd, I'd find it better than what I did because I think for the first hour anyway, because it's only an hour and a half long movie. I've noted that that if I, I seen it on again, I probably would put it on just because it was uh, it was something like different and it was ah yeah there was bits of comedy in it that I could definitely see myself watch. It. I wouldn't rush to fucking like download it again or whatever, but because uh, it, it starts off well though, like they get there. Yeah, they give too many hints to the fact that there's something further afield, which I didn't like. Like they, they hinted towards the, the the force field being there at the rocks. Like even before that, that you see them, when you see them leaving the house, there's a guy like Mike up on top right. of the, uh, the house. I'm like, I had the fucking bus here. Eh? There's, there's I even when they get to the station to get fuel in that as well. There's obviously like, you can sort of tell that, that point was just bizarre. That, that element was really bizarre. Just, again, I, I, I didn't think it's it stuck to landing as well. I I, I can, I'm kind of you on that, Kyle. Um, I thought the first hour, when it was still drip feeding stuff about the the other side of it, was really intriguing. It kept me on tenterhooks, but I just felt the the reveal at the end of the ancient gods and when Sigourney Weaver comes in to explain it, I just thought I was just a bit. Aye. I thought I was a bit much. That's when I mean? it started to slip away from me. Like. Aye, aye. But see, aye. see, see if you've. I mean, it's an hour and a half or something. Um, and if you've had fun for ninety percent of it, and it's meant to be a comedy. I'm willing to give it a pass on that, you know. I mean, a lot, a lot of kind of sci-fi, daft, um, kind of tongue-in-cheek sci-fi or horror, have a problem with their ending because it's it's too right. hard to tie in and still give you a, a logical reason for why there was a unicorn running about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I took a picture of it and sent it to some mates, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, why is there a unicorn here? But I, I quite liked a little bit when it was going, they're going like down the lift and they're showing you all the different mm. what could have been bad guys. And you're like, oh God, you could have so many spin offs to this movie where it does become those. Like, it's one they could easily fine tune and make a lot better than what it is. But then they need to, for me, they just. They gave too much away that it wasn't going to be a horror movie at the early stages. Like when I seen a fucking force field killing a bird, I thought, "Oh, this isn't what I signed up for." I signed up for like a, a scary psychological horror type movie, and yeah, it just turned into this fucking weird comedy with unicorns and mermen. And the fact though that <laughs> that, uh, that force field thing was Chris Hemsworth's downfall as well. That was pretty <laughs> fucking. I thought that was pretty apt, like, because <laughs> that scene right up to that where it was just so fucking cringeworthy. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like, let's do it for whatever her name is. And then he, like, he rides the fucking motorcycle off a hill and crashes into a force field. And that was fucking hilarious. I like that bit, man. I think uh, the one complaint I've got about all the different monsters is that, see, of all of them, how come we spent most of the film with, like, a zombie hillbilly family? I just thought... Oh. Of all the different things, it could have given us mm. um, maybe two or three different things chasing them throughout the film. Maybe it wasn't just one thing, because um, then you just get a tiny bit of it later. But that was probably my favourite bit of the film for a monster experience point of view was when you got to see all the other things. I, see the see the villain or the monsters that went with the the, the family. The, yeah. The table. Is that a direct parody of anything? Because the only one I, for some reason reminded me of Hocus Pocus. Remember, there's there's some sort of old book in Hocus Pocus that conjures the spirit, of, but but I don't think it's I don't think it's that. I guess the Evil Dead parody essentially. Um, I would I know I got that with the, the Latin. Um, because that was probably the, that was actually the moment where it kind of fell into place for me. This was a, this is like a satire when Aye. when the, she starts reading the Latin she's in the the wee Roman Roy guys like. Do not fucking read that if that's Latin, I'm out. I thought that was pretty good. There's a bit Scooby Doo esque a wee bit sometimes, these films, which I quite like. I'm a big Scooby Doo fan, but like, I don't mean in the sense that they're solving a mystery, but it's just like a little bit getting into the incorrect situation. But you can see it, you can see the mistake they're going to make as they're making the mistake, which I quite like. Do you mean that's taking the piss out of the right bits of horror films for me? Um, But I I don't know, there's something about it that doesn't quite land where I wanted to. I wish the twist at the end was a wee bit better. Instead of it being like mm. sacrifices to gods, it was something a bit more simple um, that you could, I could have got behind a wee bit more. But aye, no, apart from that, I fairly enjoyed it. I've got a funny feeling this is not in Hunter's Wheelhouse. It is definitely not. <laughs> aye, my we don't mix well. But first, I've got one question, John. 
is this just a sheer coincidence that you have picked two films for us to go over where it's the main characters are part of a simulation of being controlled by someone else in a sense or is, I was going to ask you I know, I know Joe I was watching when I was watching the Truman Show the day I was kind of this, this is probably the only podcast in the world where the Cabin in the Woods and the Truman Show get compared on a thematic and, and, um, <laughs> level, but I, yeah. they, it is a complete coincidence. I There's actually know. a character called Truman in the Cabin in the Woods. Aye, so. I know. Yeah, I know. just steal all my and, trivia whilst you've got the dubs in. You, know, I, I, I think you might have that in your trivia, but I've got that in my yeah. fucking notes as well. And see how you're, see how you're talking about um, Six Feet Under. Did you notice um, in the, the Truman Show for a brief second is... Who's the the main Who's the main son? Aye, I know. Aye, you're talking about aye. his name's uh, Nate. Aye, yeah. he's in the Peter, aye, Peter, Peter, as well. Peter Faust. Aye, so it is. I, 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 I did not. I did not intend any sort of um, crossover. That's it's a similar sort of no, no similar theme. Obviously, the, the themes of the movies and the genre, as Burns call them, they're totally different. But <laughs> like that, the fact that they're being monitored at all times, and then there is actually a character called Truman. I was like, that's fucking weird. Like. But it's yeah. like, when, when, when would these two movies ever be in parentheses like that? It's just never going to happen, basically. You meant to say, John, that you meant that, and it was all part of your clever Instagram movie reviews that you, you, you planned all this. Yeah, well, the clever clever movie reviews isn't what goes with mine either. So, uh, <laughs> Although I, Neil Lennon appears in oil. I would love to, uh, and Brendan Rodgers, you know, he's a great character in the game. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big play here, and we are all just characters and... John's universe now, that's what it is. He's now the, the Matrix the type thing. controlling us. You've been watching Andrew Tate videos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know how to escape the Matrix? <laughs> Too many Andrew Tate and Russell Brand conspiracy theory videos for one weekend for me. I'd like to stay away from that topic, man. I have a whole Let's go back to talk about having dinner with Hitler. And <laughs> three inches being. <laughs> 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 Would that make you the biggest guy in the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else can we get cancelled for, guys? Let's throw the, let's, what else have we spoken about getting cancelled? We'll still leave Burns' joke that he made at the start of the first po- the podcast every week there. It was really inappropriate. We had to cut it. We'll keep that out of here. Can you tell me <laughs> off on the WhatsApp Oof. what that was? It wasn't even my joke. It's what you replied where you had to take off because you would have got yourself cancelled. Cut you off there. Cut you off, Burns. Cut you off, Burns. <laughs> Uh, The Morons would like to give a fantastic shout out to an incredible charity by the name of Cajonas Scotland and their website cajonasscotland.org. They are a Scottish charity dedicated to raising awareness about testicular cancer. They're here to help you understand the benefits of education and self-checks. So please visit the website of cajonasscotland.org and do not be a moron. Check your balls for life. Who else, come on, guys, give us more than this movie. What else? Right, I'll jump back in. Right, so I do appreciate kind of kind of what you've been saying about the about being satirical and the, the comedic facts, but I, just something I don't know what it is. If it's I guess we've touched on kind of some of the horror classics for over the years, and I, I love them. I think because they were original at the time and everything's been done to death shitly since then. And would probably, in the last few years that horrors that have came out, I'd probably say Get Out is the only one that mm. has impressed me, I think, because it almost felt quite original as well. So I think that's probably why I enjoyed it. I think for, for this, and I know it's kind of sort of tongue-in-cheek, kind of typical sort of teens high school whatever kind of gone away like these things that happen but it's just it just didn't seem to land with me to take it on board and enjoy it to an extent and also i think the fact that i was sitting watching this in a world of pain at half past seven last night after <laughs> a day on the drink on saturday's probably no helped no as well i had to possible thing you could do <laughs> On that note, I had to really help you up off the couch uh, to get in your taxi on, on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, but to be fair, um, it's only three beers for Beer 52. That's what's been going on. There was too many of those going down there. There was, yes. <laughs> I and think if you want three beers to... from Beer 52, jump to www.beer52.org. 
Colin forward slash morons. That's I think that's the decision to move on to red wine after midnight as well. It's probably not done very favours to. You can also get it. You can also get wine from beer fifty two. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of that sort of horrible product placement would actually no be a place in the Truman Show. Like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I was just thinking. Aye, <laughs> still got that to discuss. Yes, we'll definitely get there. But see on see on this film, like um, I I I quite like that it doesn't. It's weird. It must have been advertised in a weird way because I can't imagine that most people who turned up expected it to be what it was. So like, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'm surprised that it had any sort of success because from what I remember, it was marketed. Uh, the views are quite solid, aren't they? Ah, people like it. Um, uh, but like, I can't imagine how it was sort of publicised because it seems to only be advertised mostly as a horror film mm-hmm. with a slight bit of sort of comedy in it. But um, I know. I mean, I think this is relatively good. I don't think it's going to trouble the top God seventy five or anything on the on the leaderboard. But uh, I, it was definitely weird. It reminded me a wee bit. Have anyone seen a film called Thirteen Ghosts? No. No. It's like a cult horror film. It's got the guy for Scooby Doo, funny enough, like that Matthew Lizard or whatever his name is. What's his name? You can you, you can look that. Yeah. Lizard. 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 Boy. There's two films that have just popped into my head, um, and must be around about the same time, and that kind of similar thing where. Peter probably took to the theatres expecting one thing and it becomes a bit sci-fi. And he's ever seen either Attack the Block or the Edgar Wright film, The World's End? See, Attack the Block. Attack the Block is very good. The, 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 the World's End is the pub, is it, no, eh? Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, I've seen that one. It turns out it's like some sort of um, alien ship cloning thing. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they must have been all around about the same era. So I don't know if there was like a a mini sci-fi um, boom in the early 2010s or something that I missed. Remember maybe, I was maybe. a bit four at the time. Oh, I so forget that. <laughs> Looking really young, like this was him's before all the steroids. Eh? Like how long after this did he become Thor? Because you can tell he's only just he's got like a wee baby's body compared to his mm. big Thor body. Like, I well, it's on my trivia, uh, so. I think kind of touched the eye, so I think he started filming Thor a year later. Wow, so he's got big quickly, like, because he was definitely not that big in this. But a Hollywood uh, Roid diet. I would love to see him in, like, a, see, like, a, a, a Quentin Tarantino thing or a Paul Thomas Anderson, where it's it's something where there's real um, kind of dramatic chops in it, but with an undertone of comedy. I think I, th- I think he'd be really good. See, he's like a kind of cult leader or some sort of thing. He's, ah, he's, yeah. al- he's obviously a very good-looking guy, um, and he has a good. He's, he's got that. He's got that kind of thing going on in bad times at El Royale as well. But I think it it kind of it's slapping a Tarantino one. If uh, John's missus and mother is listening again, I just want to point out that I think that's the third time he's mentioned how good-looking Chris Hemsworth is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a, a few people have actually said that I look like Chris Evans, and not the BBC radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not him. Well, if you have I'm, I'm on the, Captain America, if you've kept an eye on the morons Instagram page, you'll see some John lookalikes on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, 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 I've been getting it for for all angles, including your ex work colleagues or something. Who I've, who I've, if, if you listen, I've never had a problem with you, but it's personal now, son. You know what I'm saying, for Greenock. Sweet sixteen, John. <laughs> Guys, anyone anyone say anything more about Cabin in the Woods? I think we kind of covered the gist of it. Burnsy feels like he's bursting with some more information. No, I'm just glad it's new over because I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was just good fun. I, I do I, think I, in terms of what um, Daniel made a good point though, in terms of if I had watched loads of loads of these kit, like loads of films, which is which I was expecting. I might have liked the change, but because I was going in with hopes and expectations of one thing, and they were just completely, completely wrong, that didn't help my viewing experience. Has um has Sean sent in his thoughts, or is he too busy having a life? On, he's on got a full, a full two weeks off where he's not even having to send it. Right. Has he genuinely not even watched the films, though? No. 
He's been too busy messaging us from his holiday. That's uh, right. that's. He's been too busy. He couldn't use Skype when he was abroad, so I've been getting daily messages, getting bets put on. I don't think he won one until Saturday when he got about hundred pound up, but before then he must have lost about hundred pound. So he's only <laughs> broken He's the full time he's away either. He did. He did vote in my poll though for this film on like, Thursday. <laughs> I just never had his fucking phone at his hand. That's why. He did vote for brilliant. So. Is, is, is there a chance that he's actually seen it? No. Or, or is it just steaming? Zero chance he's seen it. It must have been a good Man, holiday. I think he's just taking her, taking her to a sports bar every night to watch the football. Aye. Whatever game of football is on, watch that. I got I, I, I get the best review of my life just after we finished the last one, didn't I? When he, was it you, Kyle, that sent me it? He said, best guess we've had 10 out of 10 would do again. So and I thought, do you know what? I thought if I can charm him, I can charm Andy. He doesn't really have many emotions that are above this <laughs> mildly sort of happy. That's, he doesn't get much of that. Like he's a fucking doer face cunt most of the time. Yeah. Eh? Unless he's watching like a really mediocre film that seems to like hit the spot for him. Well, John, I'm going to ask you about some reviews that the Morons have done recently, and I'm going to yep. chin both Sean and Bunsy here for their their scores. So the last three films that we've put on Instagram that we've scored is Chicago, 2001, A Space Odyssey, and Citizen Kane. Okay. Right. Bunsy's scores for um, 2001, A Space Odyssey was a 0. 0.25, <laughs> and Chicago was a 5. 5. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you do know I'm... I'm your number one listener. I know. I know. I know. It's off by heart. What are your thoughts on this? Um, Can I just jump in before John does? Is like I quite like Kel. How I don't know if it's Kel or Daniel who put the post up. Um, but obviously, when you put the post up for Space Odyssey, you obviously wanted like people to come in and abuse me. I think, <laughs> two, I think there was two folk. I think there was one person that said my, my score was wrong, and two folk said it was class. So I think I think you are on the minority really, and it is absolute oh. cash material. Although, Bunsy, some of those accounts were looking pretty suspicious. They were all created right after that post. Great opinions, he's really funny, and he looks he's quite handsome and all. So <laughs> yeah, that did kind of raise my eyebrows a bit. Um, what's my thoughts on the sport, the, the scores? Um, I mean, watching movies isn't for a day. You know? <laughs> but, um, Certainly in the East Country. <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> oh no! I thought that was awful. That film and just two thousand one. Two thousand one is, I think you just kind of nailed it on here. It's one of those films that I think is incredible. But if you ask me why, it's hard to. I, I, it, eh? got, the last twenty minutes of it, I've not got a fucking clue. But right. but no. but it's what but it's, um and it probably ties in alright with the, the Truman Show. Um, I think and I say I say this about Interstellar as well. Sci-fi is like it should. Great sci-fi should question where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. And if there's a film that, if there's no a film that does that, more in 2001, then I'm yet to find it. That, that's essentially what it is. Well, well Chicago. I mean, Chicago. You know, <laughs> Chicago. Wow. Well, listen. Speaking oh. of contrasting scores, I do think we're going to have a few contrasting scores here. So let's get the scores on the doors, and then Hunter will jump back to trivia once we've done the scores. Okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's the only way I could find a segue into the scores. John, we're going to come to you first. You tell us. Um, as I said last time, I, I I do scores out of ten. So whatever I give out of ten is a half on is half on here. So I gave it a seven out of ten. So that translates into a three point five. 3.5 out of 5. Daniel, let's come to you next. Uh, slightly lower than that for me, uh, 2.75. I thought it was decent enough, but not enough too special. 2.75 is enough as well, you know. Yeah, man. That's more than enough. <laughs> what you're getting. Especially when you're getting into autumn and winter. <laughs> Dubs. I've put down a 3. Uh, we've covered most of my kind of reasons behind that, but I, I enjoyed it. Pretty solid. So we've got all the positive scores out of the way. Let's come to Hunter for his. Um, 1.5 for me. 
1.5. Uh, I'm going to leave Burnsy to last, and I'm going to come in with a 1.75. Probably closer to a 1.25 when I started, but I'm going to give it a little bit more based on us talking. Burnsy, finish us off. I'm going to the lowest of the lot, uh, a 1.25. Oh, that's all right. That's more than I expected. You've bottled it, Burns. Yeah, you, you came in with zeros there. Like, no. I, came, I also came in, with a, I came in with a one. But I think, obviously, that you have you have, you just have made some good points, even though I don't really agree with them. But I'm still going <laughs> to believe it. Did, was I really that charming? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit like when you say the boot space odyssey. I can see why you use like this, but it was shit. <laughs> I gave him a zero for that, so it did luckily get a point two five. Oh, well, right, okay. That was well, the right music. A, a whole a whole score up. This is probably one of the highest scores you've given in recent times. Looking back on the scores, Burnsy, <laughs> it's not been a good time for you recently. You forget Unless it's a musical production starring Catherine Jones, which he watched on mute in his granny's room. Um, <laughs> did, see, did any did anyone score apart from Sean? Did anyone score Cinderella Man highly? Who's currently on that? I love Cinderella, man. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty hurt with that. And I, I thought, I thought, he, I thought his Cinderella dot 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 man joke at the start of it was greatly underappreciated. Yeah. <laughs> what does that do to the overall scoring for Cameron in the Woods? Two point two nine. Two point two nine. So, in terms of the leaderboard, which hasn't been updated in a long, long time, it actually puts it slightly. Well, directly behind The Conjuring, which is one that John said he was considering. All oh, right, I didn't know he'd already done it anyway, so. Luckily, yeah, well, I didn't the courage and watch it and then find that he's already done it, so. There we go. Oh, I want to know how long have you been practising saying that word? I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm so self-conscious of the way that I talk because you guys bully me and pick on me. <laughs> uh, but as just, it's joint 152nd on the Morons leaderboard with Hotel Rwanda. And that's because Sean, Sean's missus gave it a five out of five. That's the only reason it's up there. Uh, it would be even lower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how could that be somebody's favourite film? Blows my mind. It's like someone's favourite activity being painting a house. <laughs> well, it just be the one week that Sean actually listens back to an episode. There's no fucking chance he's listening to this. Sean, you're a fucking dick. He's never going to hear it. <laughs> and Cinderella, <laughs> much shite. Sorry, on Instagram. And your toes fucking disgusting, Sean. <laughs> if everyone wants to see it, just tag Sean on Instagram and ask him to see his toe. He'll happily send you a picture. Should make that his picture for the next review. <laughs> he made me promise not to. He asked me oh, specifically not to do that because I was going to. Uh, if we get one new subscriber, we'll leak Sean's photo for <laughs> the World Wide Web. Who here was involved when we had a fake foot fetish page? That's been discussed. Should I even ask what that's, this is? No. no. Just about, I'll tell you quickly, at the start of lockdown, we thought it'd be quite funny if we started a foot fetish page to see if we could make any money out of selling pictures. <laughs> we've, all, there. we've all done that. We've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just guys uh, being dudes. Yeah. <laughs> the giant foot fetish, it was called, because our mate Dave's six foot nine and he's got a uh, massive feet. But uh, all we got was our plethora of different dick pics and then it got shut down. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that good came out. Yeah, well, I sent I sent those privately. That wasn't for. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we met for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You seen that, that, that was, that was an icebreaker. <laughs> We had to make sure the Zoom was working on our phones yeah, at that point. I mean, it doesn't take up much of the, the screenshot, so... Are you going to... The, the chat about using the photo for the review, are you going to use one of those fucking 2014 efforts you found on my Instagram? Oh, that was a fucking gold mine your Instagram. That's yeah. going straight up there. It's, it's years and years of having no shame. It's finally... The chickens have come home, home to roost. Oh, I man, I've, I've been there. Like I've, I've <laughs> back a few times. Like you just need to deal with it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, take a chin. Let's go to Hunter for some trivia. Right. Uh, Dubs is already spoiled. 
sign us off in style, right? So the thermal coffee mug slash bong was a fully functional mug and bong as portrayed in the film. The prototype of which of the prototype of which cost five thousand dollars to make. Excellent. I mean it wasn't that cool. See, as like the resident stoner of this group, I do hate how they play the stoners as being such fucking idiots all the time. Like they, they smoke half a joint and suddenly it's all about conspiracy theories and all oh, the governments against us. I mean, come on, it's not Maybe what it's just me. Most of the stuff he was coming out with, I was like, I, I really agree with that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for and like I you. think that, that that's what they were aiming at because he ended up kind of being like the, the winner mm-hmm. or the hero at the yeah. end. They were obviously they were talking up stoners. So. Aye. Oh, and the stoner was the hero, like. Getting stoned actually saved his life, ironically, when people tell me that Smokey Kells it ended up saving his life. I said that the what he was taking was meaning that they couldn't infiltrate his mind or something. Oh. Well. It's a bit like there's another film called Cabin Fever, which is another one that this is like taking the piss out of a wee bit. Um and that one the guy survives because he's no been drinking the water, he just drinks beer the full time. He's got a bet that he would only drink beer the full time he was there. So he survives, he's no touched dead in the water. <laughs> when was that? It? I've not heard of that one. I'm going to add it to my list. Oh, Cabin Fever. I've just spoiled the twist for you, obviously, but uh, oh, no, it's good. Right. Cabin It's been remade as well, so make sure you watch the original, but it's good, man. You got anything else to ruin for me? To tell me Santa's not real or anything? <laughs> um, at the end of Shawshank. The Titanic sinks. Uh, the Titanic sinks, too, aye. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's like, a ghost. Bruce Willis is a ghost at the end of Sixth Sense, by the way, just in case anyone's missed that one. <laughs> Have you done that on here? Nah. No. Burnsy's not seen it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, old. I'm not watching it now. Burnsy's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not seen that. No. <laughs> I, I love the Sixth Sense, to be fair, but... I think it's good until you know the twist and then it's just kind of like you're waiting, oh, I, that's, that's the film where that happens. When you when you see it again, you wonder how you never ever got it when she's sitting at a, res- a restaurant with one set of cutlery and he's sat opposite with not even a plate or a glass of water and the waiter ignores him, that sort of stuff. It's a bit like Fight Club. You should do this spotted in Fight Club when you see it back. Like they make it pretty obvious that they're just the same fucking cunt. But aye, but, when, but you- also when me and Keris go out, the waiters ignore me as well. So. <laughs> it's perfectly believable. They don't want to look directly in the celebrity's eyes, that's all it is. <laughs> what else you got, Hunter? Right. Uh, the movie's opening was a deliberate attempt by the filmmakers Goddard and Hayden to confuse the audience and make them think they'd walked into the wrong movie. Um, oh. As Dubs had touched on, the, sec- the security guard is named Truman. This is perhaps a reference to the Truman Show, another film with a control room, unobserved life, and a singularly trapped character. But I do think there was more than one trapped character in this. There was five to begin with. <laughs> Fair enough. That is pretty coincidental, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. A bit too coincidental. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing 4D chess here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what Kyle's favourite scene here, so when Jules kisses the wolf head on the wall, the wolf's tongue is covered in powdered sugar to give it a dusty look and make the scene tolerable for Anna Hutchison. It's like my favourite scene with her, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it when she gets her, her back fucking smashed with a uh, bear tap? Oh. Oh, getting her back smashed was a different film I watched her in, but yeah, I know <laughs> I, I, I see. I was watching you as he was talking. And I was just seeing the the wheels churning there, creating up that. <laughs> In my life, I do a lot of things quickly. <laughs> and finally, during production, MGM saw the dailies of a scene where Chris Hemsworth instruct, instructs his friends. On the basis of his performance in this singular scene, they signed him on for Red Dawn, which I filmed from 2012. Two days later, Hemsworth was then also chosen to play the lead in Thor. So basically, whilst filming this, he then got the Thor gig. This is a really, really strange as well. Strange coincidences all around for us. I watched Red Dawn last night. The one with Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah. 
Right, what is going on here? Jay only watched that last night. What's this 5D chess we're playing now? Yeah, <laughs> there's a control room watching us yeah. right now, definitely. They've, they've yeah. actually picked the movies for us. Yeah, literally watched it. It's a, I've seen it loads of times, but it's a good movie. Very good. The final bit of that point is that both Red Dawn and The Cabin in the Woods would eventually be delayed for several years when MGM went bankrupt and actually they then ended up coming out after Thor was released. Oh, wow. Yes, I was, th- I was thinking that mm. the, the kind of dates don't really mm. add up with that because I think they're both like 2011 or something. I think filming for this actually was during 2009 and it's no came out for three years mm. after. Yeah, well, I, I did notice. It, I've got. I've actually got the 2011 Chris Hemsworth hunky calendar, and he's a lot um, curvier at yeah. that point. So that it's all stuck together now, right enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, having together. a relationship was great while it lasted, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we started it and we did ruin it, so that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. true. At least you've got your new Chris Hemsworth 2024 calendar to go back to, man. Well, no one's bought me it yet. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> you wait and see. You wait and see. <laughs> is, that, is that all the trivia done, Hunter? That's me trivia, do it. All trivia, do it. All trivia, do it. Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. I just want to say once again, thanks to John for joining us. Uh, if you must, please go on and follow him on Instagram. Uh, jmc88films uh, jmck88films uh, someone says it looks like a llama so that will really help you <laughs> uh, make sure that you've got the right person uh, John, many people said I am us. the goat though hey. <laughs> oh, wow I'm going to cut that bit <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I'm looking at the, the Instagram and it looks like your good ladies just followed the morons as well so you might be on your way out for Burnsy alright <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh what she let herself in for oh. uh, guys that was bring us to the end uh, next week John has another selection John what enlighten the people I'm sure yes. you can guess to watch movie yeah. what next week we have got the 1998 Peter Weir film The Truman Show one of my favourites oh wait I've just spoiled it <laughs> you need to tune in and see whether, whether I like it or not <laughs> there we go. Well, like it that matters. Uh, wait to be ruining your fucking life with this. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> as bor- or, as as morons bid you farewell. So, so is that genuinely one of your favourites, John? That we're about to talk about. The Truman Show. Aye. Uh, yes. Oh. Sorry, I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Prepare, you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! Hey, moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye. 